This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Have you ever wondered why mean girls actually wear pink? Do you have a date night coming up and want to know how to dress double O sexy like the Bond girls on screen? Or are you wanting to nail that stylish superhero off-duty look? Well, have no fear. Cinemas and a wind tour is here. And that, my friends, is me. I'm your host, Andrea Ragba, and you're listening to The Real Fashion Podcast. In this week's episode, we want to know how to wear it like Beckham. Inspired, of course, by the 2002 sport comedy, Bend It Like Beckham. That's it. No more soccer. But I'm really good. What did I do wrong in my past life? Jess had a talent that was something special. That was brilliant. Really good. Yeah, almost as good as a man. And a family that was something else. Mrs. Bamra, you must be very proud of your daughter. Not at all. And you three shouldn't encourage her. Girls aren't supposed to play soccer. My mum's never wanted me to play. You just can't take no for an answer. Whoops. Will you both pack it in? I'm not going to give it up. All I'm saying is there is a reason why Sporty Spice is the only one of them without a boyfriend. With Liverpool winning their first ever Premier League this football season, football teams across the world dropping their new kits for the next season, and athleisure becoming the new loungewear post-lockdown, I thought it was only right that, at Real Fashion, we go football crazy too. To help me get into the zone is my friend, sports journalist, journalism master's student, and avid Chelsea supporter, Amarachi Ori. This girl has been obsessed with football, sport as a whole, but mainly football. So yeah, where's that come from? I don't know. Like most people, most children get into football because of their dad or their dad takes them to games or their dad supports sports. But surprisingly, <laughs> my mom's watches all the sports. Like she watches football, cricket, like motor racing, everything. You name it, she's watching it. Breaking so, gender barriers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> I guess it was my turn to join and, you know, continue the trend. 
That's so, so yeah. like that's that's wow. Because I know like for me when I don't know like I was never really into sport like that. Um, in primary school, there was a girls' football team. We only played like three games, and all three games were played in the mm. playground against the boys in PE during lesson time. So it wasn't very much a football team. Do you know what I mean? Like we weren't we yeah. were out there. Um, that was my journey to not getting signed. <laughs> but you know, and I guess I sort of know about like or know of certain players like you know the legacy ones like Pele and, and Ashley Cole, David Beckham, of course, Ian Wright. Yeah, the big names. Yeah, you know, but I've just never been into the game like that. I I, I know what the offside rule is. I know that that's a joke that you know, oh, girls don't know the offside rule. Blah blah blah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but <laughs> but I know I know that, and I know other like football principles and everything like that. But I've always been more about the um, I guess the aesthetics of the game and the players and you know what they wore for match day, how when they go for important press events they're wearing suits and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, it's you know, true. and they'll have like their football logo emblazoned in like a pin or something that on their yeah. tie and all of that. And, <laughs> ah, you know, that's a bit of me. The other stuff, like you know, oh, so and so's got a penalty. Oh, he's got a strike. Or I don't. Not know. important to you. <laughs> yeah, I, no, no. But I guess like one thing that we both have in common, I guess, yeah. Despite our modern like British. Gen Z upbringing our heritage I would say leans on the traditional side so as mm. we're of Nigerian descent the customs and traditions and values and even dressing of our culture has informed the way that we not only live but survive in western society I've just sort of realized I've said survive as if we're in an episode of Bear Grylls but you know <laughs> you get the point right so yeah. um, <laughs> Being British and then a part of an ethnic minority can be a bit of a balancing act. Would you agree? Mm, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just feel like as we're, you know, Nigerian, British Nigerian, Black British, Mm. Gen Z, we have a lot in common with the balancing act tackled by Bendit Like Beckham's very own Jessminda Bamra. That's true, that's true. This spring... I don't want you running around half-naked in front of men. We've been invited to play in Germany this Saturday. It's going to be an American scout there. I can't. What are you going to have to give up next? It's about knowing what's right. She's got tremendous potential. I think we know better our daughter's potential. Following your heart. He likes you. I think so. Oh, you're quite pretty, you know. You do something with your hair and put a bit of makeup on. You look all right. And finding the strength. Why are they so frightened to let you play? This is taking me away from everything they know. The movie follows Jess Minder, an 18-year-old British Indian Sikh girl, played by Parminder Nagra. Jess is infatuated with football and often goes to the park to play alongside her best friend with Tony, along with other groups of boys. But I guess her dreams of football stardom are constantly crushed by her conservative parents, who refuse to let her play because she is a woman. Along the way, Jess meets Kira Knightley's jewels, and before you know it, the two tackle all things footy, sexist, homophobic, and racist. Doesn't sound like 2020's definition of a comedy. But with all that that being said, I guess, Amarachi, do you feel like the movie captured the essence of football culture and perhaps how it can be a balancing act for women and non-white players? Yeah, I think so. I mean, racism in football or discrimination in football has been like a big topic especially in these recent years of so many incidents that have been captured now, unlike mm-hmm. spoken about. Sterling has become the face of like tackling racism in football these days in the Premier League. And I guess just the way that she navigates that space and multiple spaces, I should say, has been as very important just watching the way that she tries to balance playing football, her interest in football, and also her parents' wishes of saying, well, no, we don't want you to go into football. We want you to, you know, grow up, get married, learn how to, like, 
be a woman of the house, basically. But I think that she's able to fit into both spaces pretty well, especially when given the opportunity to do so. Yeah, no, I would agree. And I think it's quite interesting that you picked up on two things. So I guess the current male figure of systemic racism in football, which is Raheem Sterling, even though there's so many others, he's definitely one that I guess the media targets on a daily basis. And then you also just mentioned the idea or the very real reality, I guess, of black women, Asian women and men as well having to navigate certain spaces that are predominantly white and just yeah completely different to who they are and where they come from and I guess what they stand for and there's a scene in the movie that sticks out when Jess Minder's in her room and she's dressed in like this um like blue adidas tracksuit and you know the Manchester United game is playing in the background David Beckham Mm -hmm. number seven football jersey hangs on a wall and above her head very strangely (laughs) I may add um is a strange shrine to David Beckham Yeah, I don't care what anybody wants to call it. Shrine, bedroom display of affection, ceiling of appreciation. Not my cup of tea, that's for sure, but each to their own. But I guess I'm curious to know, (laughs) but I guess I'm curious to know what your thoughts on seeing that as a fellow female football enthusiast is. So not so much like her sexual romantic desperation, but her existential desperation to play football like her idol, who is in many ways the antithesis of her very existence you know? Yeah. I mean, for me personally, I'm also someone that's wanted to go out and play football like the boys that I watch. Like, when you watch teams, when I'm supporting Chelsea, I'm like, I, I'm personally, I'm not someone that's like, I wish I was playing football. But yeah. I definitely love watching them play and love watching them what they do. She has a whole shrine to David Beckham in her room. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, I don't have a shrine. Like, yes, I have a Chelsea t-shirt, but <laughs> I don't have a shrine. But I mean, definitely understanding that hopes and ambition and in wanting to just be so invested in sport and wanting to, it to be more than just something that she watches in her room. And even girls just generally, even when you want to talk about football, usually guys are just like do you really watch football though they're like the first oh thing they want to say is name seven players on the team really oh. name seven players on the team is that what's going to decide whether i know about football Literally. Like, what- <laughs> I, I would i would rather i would rather if the guy was going to ask me a question about football maybe ask me like the salaries of the players or something ask me about no. a recent transfer do you know what i mean yeah. ask me the name of the player on the team anyone could name that if that they're alone, you know all that kind of stuff but a guy they could barely know anything they could just name one player and and people just think oh yeah he watches football he knows all about it so it's just like you have to just navigate all these people and all these like presumptions that people have it's that male prestige I guess that male um like assumption of yeah they see it as their space you know that's why even women's football is like "Mm, mm, should we allow that equal pay Mm, 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 mm," you know because they're not sure is that it's us they think it's their space it's literally like oh because I'm a bloke in it I'm a bloke right oh yeah bloke yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah bit of footy on the side do you know what I mean it's because exactly. of that that culture <laughs> that, that lad culture that you know I guess, yeah lad culture yeah. just dominates the sport to be lad honest lad culture I guess frames the whole the whole um, culture and mindset of football football exactly. football fans it's all about you know meeting other people going to pubs to watch football all of that is all part of the football experience for guys like, exactly and that's one of the reasons why I guess I really do like Bend It Like Beckham because it's sort of you know mm-hmm. it plays on the on the idea that you don't have to be a part of that stereotypical lad culture um, yeah like, exactly you know, if you attend a women's football game it's a completely different experience to attending a men's game because the women's want you people bring their families their children is it it's 
like, yeah. But like, it's just, it's not about like lads drinking beer. Yeah, you know, right. Obviously there's still that rivalry, but people, it's more, much more of a family experience and more of a like day out rather than what you see on TV with lads and like so much like creating a family basically in the stadiums. Wow. I, I never even, I didn't even know that. Cause yeah, I, yeah. You know, all the images you see on TV about football are just, you know, men with their sons and their granddads and their fathers. And, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> that, that is literally my idea or understanding of a football family day out. So that's, yeah. that's really cool. But I think women's football, especially or just seeing what she does shows that there's different ways to approach the game, different ways it can be experienced as well. As we saw in Bend It Like Beckham, the team Jess and Jules play for, the Hounslow Harriers, had a simple, you know, looking football kit. Mm. Red and white with an Adidas logo among other sponsors. Definitely not my fave, but it was 2002 after all. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I want to know your faves of 2021 (laughs) kit releases and how you would style them in an outfit. Okay. And let me just shout out to Arsenal because (laughs) I know I'm a Arsenal kits are always on point. They always bang. Bam <laughs> like, Yang recently posted on his like Instagram, him and Lacazette just posing yeah. in the new kit, basically. And it's just always fire. It just always a vibe, their kit. So just shout out to Arsenal. And I see people wearing that Arsenal kits all the time. And they just, well, they just wear it with their jeans, basically. Mm. <laughs> but black jeans, because it's just that bright red, black jeans. And it's just, yeah, you're popping you're done basically <laughs> but I think <laughs> IX kit has also been very good it's with, it, with like the grey grains and the blue and all sorts it's impeccable mm. PSG has also had a good kit with that Hector is that, stripe is that, that the Paris team? yeah 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 their kit yeah 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 I have to agree yeah, they're doing, yeah and they're just Hark, so many teams are like harking back to like 80s and 90s yeah. you know the only kit I'm gonna say that I'm not a fan of right now is the Chelsea kit I'm so sorry is it you know? what is it's like is it the one with the three on it is that it yeah exactly and it's so embarrassing because in July we lost 3-2 to Crystal Paris we lost 3-0 to Sheffield United and everyone kept using that as a meme free this free that it was horrendous basically <laughs> And then, like, the leaked away kit has red stripes. So it has red and blue stripes. And it's like, okay, we used red in our kit maybe back in the 80s and 90s. But why? We shouldn't be looking like Crystal Palace. Like, it's Chelsea. Should just keep it, you know. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't score the kit. Yeah. You're like, "Mm, oh my gosh. (laughs) I spotted that Chelsea kit um, the other day and I saw it and I was just like, what? I was, you know, it was almost like, you know, when you're reading like a book or a magazine and you're flicking the pages and then you finish and Mm. you're like, you're you're still flicking because, no, there needs to be more. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, not bad. There's no amount of like you can't do anything to it to fix it. Yeah, they need to start looking to the neighbors to see how other people are doing their kits because that yeah. As in the richest football team comes out with that. Yeah, at least the UK's (laughs) richest football team comes out with that. Or what is that? In terms of the ones that I like, the one yeah, the football kits that I found interesting, the Roma away kit, like oh mm. my god, it's got like this maroon and gold colour, maroon accents on the side. It's sort of like a button up without a, without the buttons, which I kinda like because it's kinda like smart and stuff and you can wear it out. I was thinking if I was gonna style it, unlike your common Arsenal players who, you know, players and fans who would just style it with jeans, I <laughs> <laughs> I would level up and I would probably pair it with cream denim like skirt a midi skirt yeah and then even though I hate 
these hills but you know for the purpose of aesthetics <laughs> like per- the perspex hills the ones that are you know, like plastic looking I look like your feet are sweating for days yeah yeah <laughs> and then like I'd probably wear like I don't know some kind of like jacket but like not wear it like you know on the shoulders you know yeah like, yeah let it hang, you know, let it hang. when you're going on a date night you're like oh I'm cold and then your like, <laughs> man puts his blazer on you that kind of thing not that yeah, I've ever yeah, experienced yeah. that but you know no, you that's, a look, that's a look yeah <laughs> and then the second one I would say that I really like oh well, yeah part of my top two is the Inter Milan one it's a cobalt blue base jersey and then it's wrapped in this like series of intense black zigzags which I found really interesting I guess it's sort of what you said about how football kits and teams are going back to the 80s and 90s aesthetic yeah and I don't know like the zigzags they're not lightning bolts but they still have this like vibe of energy you know yeah exactly definitely you know I mean? adds to it. yeah the energy vibe is still there so I like like that and even um night got munson called it a radically unexpected home kit because it references the old traditional milanese designs and stuff mm. like that. so i thought it was quite cool but the ones that i don't like the ones that i severely dislike the football jerseys that i will never ever ever wear because why would i number one manchester united because what kind of team is that uh, i don't support the team at all sorry <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like they have they wear the same kit every year their kit never gains traction you know and you yeah. never hear people talking oh look at the man you kit no one no one talks about it it's just because i literally saw it and i was like what is that a bit of rich red with a little chevrolet cross like okay <laughs> like what am i supposed to do with that and then oh i don't know if you've seen this one they're an american um soccer team or they call it soccer we call it football but you know each of their own mm. um <laughs> is um the las vegas lights have you heard of them um i heard i've heard of them i haven't seen that kit uh amarachi Amarachi, no, 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 no. The kit, yeah. You don't like it. No. Oh my god, it looks like okay. I've got like it looks like I don't know if it looks like a cross between like a unicorn's like intestines or something. Yeah, like <laughs> weird. I or, think I've just seen it. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. Or if um it looks like you know have you ever heard of those raves that people go to in Ibiza where they have um glow sticks and like, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 it's a cross between the two unicorn intestine and like you know glow in the dark wave kind of thing I don't know what's going on with that team but yeah I just can't I don't like they're it. trying to resemble that Las Vegas life you know I'm not buying it but I actually think it's funny that quite a few people will wear football shirts to clubs and parties literally the nigerian kit obviously the nigerian 2018 world cup kit was you know amazing immaculate but literally every like all everybody that was african or anything of any some sort was coming up to the club wearing that nigerian kit they just they just loved it and that's only if they weren't wearing the mbappe kit because for some reason all these guys love mbappe like yeah he's a great player but there's many but if they're not wearing Mbappe's kit, they're wearing the Nigerian 2018 kit. I don't know. They just love turning up to clubs and pies, even dinners in football t-shirts. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Could you imagine if you were like going to a fancy dinner with like your partner or something in the future? You don't know it, but it's an engagement dinner or engagement party of some sort. But obviously, it's a surprise, yeah. And then your like partner proposes to you, and then they're in a football like jersey. I I I would exactly. even run away. Like, who are you marrying? <laughs> are you marrying him or are you marrying the club? Which one is it? You don't Literally. even know. It would be a travesty if we didn't speak about the influence of football on fashion. So, mm. at least within like the last year or so, I've noticed two clothing brands in particular Aliwalia Studio by Nigerian Indian designer Priya Aliwalia and One Figures, founded by Chris Figures. They both decided to curate features of their SS20 collection in line with football and football jerseys. 
For Aliwalia, it was informing her Nigerian and Indian heritage and history into the design of the classic collared football jersey. Whilst for one figures, their psychedelic 60s vibrant retro football jersey was their statement piece in their Summer in Nostalgia capsule collection. So, my fellow football friend and fashionista, what are your thoughts? Well, I think it's interesting that the, I guess, inspiring their designs with football kits, especially since, I guess, athleisure has become a growing thing. A lot of people now wearing sportswear casually or just around the place, not for athletic purposes. Yeah. I think it'll become very popular, to be honest. Just especially since if people are willing to wear their own like sports teams top or their own thing, I guess something that they can wear on a regular basis or to attend things that isn't just shouting like their club specifically, but just, I guess, raising that type of style or type of fashion is going to be pretty interesting. The, when I saw the One Figures jersey, I just thought it was beautiful. And I saw it on all these music artists and stuff. Uh, like Notes. Yeah, like Notes was wearing it. And I was like, where does he get this from? And then I saw like the brand and I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, n- I never heard of the brand before. But yeah. I guess, you know, that's the whole thing of like aligning yourself with like an artist and like, you know, good PR and everything like that. But then the fact that it was like a football jersey was the bit that yeah. sort of interested me, but then also surprised me at the fact that I actually found it nice. You know, that actually liked yeah. it and found it stylish. Um, normally I sort of look at football jerseys and I'm just like, you know, oh, you know, I appreciate that one. Like, you know, the Nigeria kit from 2018. Yeah. That one, yeah, of course. I would be mad if I didn't, you know, if I didn't like that one. Like, huh? Like, that, that, <laughs> that kit is quality. But, yeah, um, yeah and then the Aliwalia designs, I feel like they're very classic. Again. Yeah. Like, you know, the collared football jersey. One of the designs has, like, the, um, well, kind of the Indian flag, but without um, the symbol in, in the white stripe of the flag. It's yeah. Really lot. It's like a stretched out horizontal line just on like the chest of like the the jersey and then and then the other design that she has in her collection for ss20 was the nigeria colored jersey where it literally just has the word nigeria and then Mm. it's um sort of sitting on top of not sitting on top of but you know in the background of the words there's the stripes of nigeria so the dark green and the white yeah it's sort of taken from i guess football's kit and just making it more classic more classy just things that people can actually wear on the day-to-day or to events and not look as if they're associated to a football team or they're just coming to you know coming for football but just in a way just having their own i guess niche in that area finally I want to know if the football jersey trend and overall football aesthetic has informed your personal style. Good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, I think, I guess now I'm more likely to wear tops that look, I guess, will have that sort of neck, whether it's more like crew neck or more like V-neck that sort of mimics that football style. Yeah. I, I guess... Yeah, that has is just speeding in slowly into what I'm wearing or how, or how the way that I dress. Although I'm not as football crazy as you, I can definitely see myself wearing that like Inter Milan kit on top of like a, a black hoodie or, of some sort. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, exactly. you know, Introducing it into my wardrobe somehow. <laughs> yeah, like, even if you're not watching football, you're seeing it in people's shirts, people's yeah. fashion. You know, you're wearing it. You know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, you don't necessarily need to be, you don't need to be playing the game. You don't need to be managing the team. You don't need to be watching it in the pub with your mates to be able to wear a football jersey and call it fashion. 
Um, yeah. You know, the same way that, I guess, Jess Minder in Bennett like Beckham didn't need to buy into the lad culture and, and all the all the things that are the antithesis of her in, in the movie. That's mood, true. You know? You made so, it her own. Thank you so much, Amarachi, for joining me on what I guess was the football frenzy of today's episode. No problem. Good talk, good talk. (laughs) As a final (laughs) note from me, whether you're a player on the pitch, a viewer from your home, or a non-football fanatic like myself, don't ever be afraid to wear it like Beckham. I'll be back next week. Follow us on Instagram at RealFashionPod. Tweet us at RealFashionPod on Twitter using the hashtag RealFashion. And lastly... Have a great week. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.